This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club, available on video and podcast. My name is Benjamin Bloom and we'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more of football conversation. So make your Monday a blue Monday, ladies and gentlemen. He is the king of the eye test. He'll tell you how good a player is in like six minutes of watching him. It's David Diamond. All right, boys. How are you? I'm good, you mate. Survived. You survived. I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I haven't been on with you for a while, Ben. It's oh, almost it's like good, it? old times. Old yeah. times. Um, you survived your day-to-day, obviously. Oh, my God. We'll talk Just. about yeah, we'll talk about that. I, yeah, I was at the Birmingham yeah. Derby. We'll talk about that Wowzers. later. And then after we've hit record, I'll tell you what I actually saw. That was yeah. literally, literally like an episode from Peaky Blinders, wasn't it, almost? Not not good, Dave. Christ not good. Um, you and your mate um, Jules would have remembered some of that shenanigans yeah. going on. Oh, seriously? Night, oh, oh really? Oh, God. Yeah, Kicking yeah. off everywhere, was it? Yes, I got out of there pretty sharpish, let's just say. Um, and also welcoming from the wildly popular uh, preview show and last time out host of this show, um, a big name on campus, apparently, Richard Woodward. Yeah, I know all the people in Warwickshire, honestly, <laughs> on the back of my hand. <laughs> How you doing, yeah. Rich? I'm all right, mate, yeah. I, I've, I, I could have gone today. I was tempted by it and I thought, you know what, it's a little bit nasty. It's, uh, Villa Park's a bit of a different atmosphere, but St Andrews, pretty nasty so I'm, i don't envy you having to make that trip today got some I, stick I went, actually i got, got i've been some... to st andrews i've been to st andrews once years ago and i can't really recall it but is it is it just more intimidating in villa park it's i a, think so yeah it's I, a different you walk club a bit, yeah well, the area it's a different area is a bit different yeah. yeah um but yeah i was just gonna say i got a bit of stick actually someone said oh blues fans couldn't get tickets for this but an ipswich fan did i'm like Ah. birminghamcity.co.uk tickets buy you know <laughs> good luck i don't have any connections um someone who does have connections though dave is luke chambers now richard and harry touched on this on 
the uh, Friday show, uh, linked with the Chicago Fire in the Daily Mail um, this past week. Um, thoughts on that link, Dave? Yeah, I mean, when I first saw it, I thought, really, I wasn't really sure. But then when he, I think he's quite close. I think he used to live fairly close to him. They all lived up the end of town, fairly close to, to Luke, Luke, um, to Tommy Smith, of course. So, you know, looking looking into it a bit more, I think perhaps he's still quite close with Tommy and he's having a fine old time out there by all accounts. And, yeah, it seems that, um, yeah, you know, on the face of, what is he now, 32, 33, 32, um, obviously going down, going to take a head, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but going to take, as we understand, a hefty wage cut. So, yeah, on the, on the face of it, there would, yeah, there would seem to be something in that story. I don't know, but it wouldn't be out of the, out of the, out of the realms of, belief would it rich i was sat in row d yesterday as one of those seats where you can hear the players talking luke chambers mm-hmm. has to stay i'm sorry yeah him and scoose i think we've we've said no that said they're probably week. not they're not going to play as many games next season but just the presence and just the experience you can't, buy, you can't buy that yeah no. absolutely right um rich alan judge in the provisional ireland squad um named by uh, a manager who will come on to in um, two items time. Um, good news for him. I'm guessing, is that the first time he's been back in since the injury? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, but yeah, certainly an, an endorsement for his four. I mean, a few chances to st- score goals, but he's just such a big presence for us. And he's he's everywhere. So yeah, good for him. Provisional squad. So obviously no certainty that he'll play or anything like that. But I think, yeah, well-deserved. Don't... Makes our chances of signing him a bit trickier, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, it must be the first times. I don't think he played. When did he come back for Brent? Um, um, November, was it? No, no, was it was that... this time because him and Haim came face to face in that ugly game where end of last Mick season, yeah, accused. Oh, we did. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. Calling him yeah. Out. So, but okay. Dave, I, was... I don't know. I would have thought this would be the first squad he's been back. He was. He was so. dripped back in, and then they signed Ben yeah. Rama, and then it was like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's gone off the charts, isn't he? I reckon yeah. Will Keane would have been in that squad as well if he hadn't got injured too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah that's so. true. Yeah, yeah. So, however, um, no chances of us really realistically keeping Judge in League One. Yeah, I know you read about his con- something about his contract being was it more? I couldn't quite understand what that meant. More weighted towards more favour yeah. towards the club, which I didn't quite follow, but. Look, who knows? I'll be look if we if he stays, we get him, and we he stays in League One. Fantastic, because you know obviously you can have a better chance with him in your team squad. But be very surprised if he's still here. I really will. Interesting. Um, Town published their figures for the previous financial year, um, season 2017-18. These came out at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. Um, not much that we didn't already know, but a stark reminder. Um, Dave, a few little tidbits. Lowest spend on players. This is of the figures that have been published by clubs so yeah, far. Yeah. We haven't got all of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, eighth lowest on wages, so yeah, yeah. Uh, 16 out of 24. Operating loss of 8.4 million last year. Squad cost of the figures out so far, fourth um, bottom. Just a just a bit of a reminder of you know you're where gonna, we are. You're just not going to compete, and we are where we are. Um, and I do agree in some respects that McCarthy did a great job. You can't deny that. He did. He did a great job for well, two or three seasons. Of course he did. You can't deny that. But um, interesting chat that, you know, I know you put that up with you or with the guy. Is it Kevin Kieran? Uh, the guy, Kevin, the yeah. finance guy. 
Yeah, I mean, he made some interesting points. Although he did lose me in the when he was summing up Ipswich <laughs> twice, and you know what you're gonna, and you know what I'm gonna did say. Did you see yeah. me? Did you see Hashtag. me? I know sold it though. Did you see? I know me? you did. You're pretty good actually. You saw, I think I saw. I think I saw you wince a bit. It's not gonna go down well. But um, yeah, it was, yeah, it's all quite interesting. Nothing really that we didn't know, but just really just confirmed what we knew really that we are paupers in the championship, even aren't we? Um, Richard, the. The full pod with Kieran will put out next week, 90 minutes. I learned a hell of a lot. Um, and it kind of changed my mind a little bit in that really the only position people can now have on Evans that kind of holds some weight is he should have spent more money. That's really that's really the only thing there is now, isn't there? Is how much of his personal wealth is he prepared to put in he's a businessman he decides oh this you know eight million that's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna prop it up by um there's a lot of kind of well if we had another owner but basically the state of play is now um as a business without an owner's wealth we are sadly a league one club if if it was self-financing um but then the question everyone else everyone answers asks uh, for goodness sake the question everyone asks is is there an owner who would put 15 million a year or 20 million a year in instead of um but then there's your ffp your three years of 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 that where are we going with this rich is there a question I, yeah just just state of play with evans so i recommend everyone to, uh, to watch the little snippet videos you put out because there's a really good one on the difference between um, an owner a sugar daddy and a benefactor yeah, that was and the risks inherent in all yeah. of those kind of and yeah I, I, you're right you know I guess the the accusation of Evans is he could have put more money in but I think again what I kind of took out from it is Borough have spent a shed load of money on players in a similar period um, and look where they are do you know what I mean so the money doesn't ever guarantee you anything I think the biggest thing we've always debated is what does Evans do off the off the pitch managing behind the scenes and the structure and I think that's been deficient for ages and possibly now is being sorted out so yeah, I think there's always a risk with, you know, a Saudi businessman. So, you know, someone comes in, a, a Thai owner or whatever, and wants to change the name of the club and change the colour of the shirt and all that stuff. And and it ends up like Blackpool or Coventry or whatever. So better the devil you know, I guess. Dave, tell you what I would Dave's say, doing just... is in the no grin here. Cause... Oh, no, yeah, no. I'll tell, you what I would, I'll tell you what I would say to that. Which word did I say there, Dave? Was it the no, word no, no, Saudi? No, no, no. Christ almighty. Um, just as well Wolves got up last season then. Oh, Wolves. my God. <laughs> a million quid a week, isn't it? <laughs> but, Dave, the the thing is, the um, and this will come out in Kieran's podcast. So the Sheffield Wednesday guy, the, the, the gamblers say, right, I've got a three-year FFP window. I'm going to yeah. hammer it on the first two years and pull it back. Yeah. So if Wolves then... hadn't have gone up, then they would have oh. pulled out. Uh, Mendes yeah. would have disappeared. And in the third yes. year, um, yeah. Helder Costa's going to wherever for yeah, I mean, that nine million and that, yeah, fire those, sale. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Neves and players like that, they'd have probably been okay. They'd have recouped it probably because they did so well. But that was just staggering, isn't it? 57 million loss is just unbelievable. All right. Obviously made it back in spades now and look look like Christ Almighty. Look today, they're going to finish probably top 10, maybe even higher. Incredible, really. But, but look out for the full podcast because it really does but, show you how broken the um, the championship is. Some, 
just on another thing, something else I did learn about Wolves, and I don't know if this is true, but apparently their owner is even more wealthy than the Man City owners, apparently. Yeah, the Faux Sun, um, the consortium, has, yeah. quote, access to more assets than... Um, <laughs> but um, there, there was a book I read, and I can't remember what it was called. I think it might have been a Michael Calvin one. And oh, yeah. there, there was a quote from this Man City guy, and he was like, oh, it's... No problem. Do you know how much a day we make from oil? And it was like... Living on a volcano, wasn't it? Was that the one? They were making 80 million a day from from one... (laughs) Well, well, mate, I was was, was just over there. I was over there 10 days ago. It's frightening. Absolutely frightening. Broker in the takeover, Dave, yeah? Sorry? Broker in the takeover. (laughs) I I can't possibly possibly comment on that, Rich, at this moment in time. Watch Uh, this space. There we go. Um, (laughs) Someone else who won't... um, won't go away. It's Mick McCarthy, who uh, Richard was asked in a uh, Ireland press conference about whether he took any satisfaction in Ipswich being down the bottom. And he said, I quote, it summed it up for me when Joe Garner got the equaliser against Wigan. And I texted him to say, well done, bet that place due today. Oh. <laughs> um, and he came back to me and he said, no gaffer, still calls me gaffer. Um, I was speaking to Chambo today and they all have wage cuts if they go down. And I feel for him. Um, <laughs> Richard, your your thoughts on this? So I, I pinged this onto the group chat when I saw this this morning because it's it's an absolute minefield from whoever you're from whatever perspective you're trying to read it from. Because firstly, um, it's obviously mixed, so that's going to rile a few people up anyway. I think he's going to be asked the question now, isn't he? Um, and I guess the the point that I take from it is he could have given a very short answer, which is it's a really sad situation, um, and um, hopefully they'll sort themselves out. And there's a lot of people I'm you know close to there. I'm really sad for them, and leave it at that. But he doesn't need to talk about 50 to 70 percent. He doesn't need to say careful what you wish for, which he did as well. Um, I just think it, he needs to he needs to move on as much as we need to move on. It just always comes back to this, doesn't it? You can't let it go. Still very bitter. There's a bitter man there still, isn't it? it I've really got no axe to grind. Well, shut he, your face. Right. Shut, shut your face. He, he cannot let it go, yeah. can he? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Dave, you, um, you're, actually, you're both um, manager dudes. Do you text your ex-employees to congratulate them when they when they do some good uh, energy work or in, um, insurance broken? No. 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 Burn no one ever leaves. They always, no one ever leaves. So Loyalty. <laughs> this is Trust. brilliant. Reward. You will never Loyalty. work in a place like this again. And he knows. Ben knows. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, yeah, from friend age first, uh, 18 second. to 20. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Literally, friend first, um, football compatriot second. Um, should we go to West Brom, gentlemen? The highest ground in England. Yeah, it is. Let's. Yes. Um, so Ipswich away at West Brom yesterday. You were there, Rich. I was there. I'm sure Dave was along on the um, feed or on the commentary. Um, West Brom up in uh, fourth with their excellent manager, Darren Moore. Um, and he selected the following team. Uh, Johnston in goal. Uh, Dawson at right back. Bartley and Adarabio at centre back, which... Um, Started yeah, to was... wave a big flag at me straight away. Uh, Connor Townsend, left back. Um, Rich, this was a bit of a mess. I think it was supposed to... It looked like it started 4-4-2 and changed to 4-3-3 and then went back about five times in the first half. But I'll call it as a 4-4-2. So, Phillips right, Livermore, Johansson, who Dave loves when he's got Tom Kenny next to him. Maybe not Jake Livermore, but... Uh, Murphy down the left. Rodriguez and Gale, a partnership which must have plundered at least 30 goals 
this season. Um, let's get on to Ipswich. Um, Bielkowski in goal. Bree, Chambers, Knudsen and Kenlock. No, Pennington. Uh, Skews back in front of the back four with Nolan and Bishop slightly ahead of him. Edwards on the right. Judge on the left when the opponents were taking a goal kick <laughs> and then just wherever the hell he wanted. Um, and Quainer up front. Dave, no Pennington, Knudsen in at centre-half. Um, sort of 4-3-3 shape with Judge Roman, uh, Quainer up front on his own. Your thoughts? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like Pennington was a late, I think it was ill or something. I think that was fairly fairly a late, late on in proceedings. Um, yeah, I mean, I quite like, I've said before, I prefer Knudsen at um, left centre back, perhaps, although albeit in a in a three, but um, I think he was the only he was the only option really. And yeah, Quainer. I mean, you know, when I heard the side, I was a bit disappointed that we weren't. I know we're away at West Brom, okay, so perhaps he's thinking a bit damage limitation, but perhaps a little bit disappointed that we weren't playing two up. But sounds like I mean, Judge had such a free role anyway that perhaps sometimes we were, sometimes you know, more often than not, we you know we were sort of thing. Um, no, I mean, I like I like the three. I mean, Judge, Bishop and Nolan. I mean, it's quite fluid, isn't it? I like I like that. I really um, did like that. West Brom, when I heard the West Brom, you know, front five, six, I was <laughs> frightened. I was yeah, scared, I to be perfectly honest. But Rich, they were... Uh, they they were a, a mess, and he got this got this Ooh. very very wrong, didn't he? Um, look, let's get look, we'll, we'll get on to it because um, because this is the 2018-19 season. Ipswich are going to make a mistake and then concede a really muggy goal within the first uh, five minutes. Horrible. So horrible! It's a poor header by Kenlock inside. Rich Gale taken down by Nudson. Um, Rich, you had a better view of this than me. I'm giving Nudson a pass on this because Kenlock sold him down the river. Am I right? For the foul? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he was sold short. And um, is it a body check? I'm trying to remember back. I think it was clumsy. It was. Yeah, it was. You've you've left me one on one with a 70-30 on the edge of my yeah. own box is what it did was. Did you see the look he gave him on the TV, on the EFL? Did you see the look he gave Ken? Just <laughs> look at what have you done? You know, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rich, take it up from here because um, we try and be so so balanced on on here. But come on, how unlucky do you want to be? Yeah, I, this is the kind of goal that we've conceded all season. And and the thing is as well, so it's four minutes here. This is the first proper action in the match. Um, I think, you know, there's a positive atmosphere in the UA end. And this just kills it temporarily until we kind of come back into it. And it's a, it's a crappy free kick. I don't know if Janssen's trying to, he's expecting the wall to jump because it's quite a low free kick. Um, oh, the and the old Dean underneath, yeah? Yeah, exactly right. And, I, and it just takes a totally massive deflection i think it's off kenlock as well uh, nudson isn't it yeah he's um, poor nudson's poor nudson's poor in the wall do you think yeah i do he's sort of distracted i thought at first when i saw it he was pulled i think was it matt phillips or could have been livermore or phillips in front of him and i thought oh he's been pulled you know when so when the wall moves when johansson puts it and the wall sort of moves across but he seems sort of he's not he's sort of distracted and he turns his body, he doesn't stay, he doesn't keep his body yeah. straight, and he sort of turns. It's, it's I'm not given, great given the him. wall's broken, it's not done his job, has it? So no. if, if, if the wall stands up to that, I mean, oh, there's a chance it goes underneath, yeah. but it, it just, yeah, the bar is taking his bar. Bar. I mean, it's so right. He's going one up. post, ends up yeah. the other side, and it's and it's one nil, and I think, and everyone's kind of thinking, right, well, <laughs> this is the games we've seen up and down this, you know, all season we've seen this. Yeah. Um, uh, um, sorry, Rich, Dave, to your point, um, if. I was going to praise Jonas Knudsen on anything. It would be how brave he is. But now this is the same criticism for the Tom Lawrence goal against Derby, where you get a shot 
booted at you yeah, and he, odd one. he turned yeah, and that turn. did, yeah. turned yeah, he and did. that no he did he turned it was an odd one yeah, yeah he turned yeah. I say whether give him, give him a little bit whether he was distracted by the you know by the movement I think it was Phillips I think it was the movement in the wall uh, um, maybe so but you, if, he, if he keeps his body shape straight the ball hits him shit if, if he misses it if he misses it completely I mean Bart it was going straight to Bart I mean he just picked it up probably yeah. like this he wouldn't even have to almost die for because he was positioned that side. It was an awful free kick. There's no I pace on it, was there? I think Rich is right. I don't know. It was one, one thing or the other. Perhaps was he looking to go low? It was awful, really. But yeah, yeah just typical just of us. Absolutely season. typical that you're, you're sat there, mistake and a, you know, fortuitous goal against you within four minutes. But with no hint of bias, I just, I just have to say that every time we do something good this <laughs> season. Um, <laughs> for the rest of the half, um, Ipswich probably the better side, but also typical really? of the season. Do you think? Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, I think we were better on the ball. They had the better yeah, chances, yeah. though. I, I was just going to say that. Oh. Typically of this season, um, in the penalty boxes, we still conceded probably the two best chances. But I think in the main, and Paul Lambert said it himself, and we've said it on the on the show, between the two penalty boxes, we're a, we're a fairly decent team. And then in, in both of them, we're not. So um, Bishop has a good drive. Um, through the midfield. That's his kind of trademark. Um, there's a chance on six. Uh, Quainer lays off for Edwards. He's blocked out for a corner. In from Judge. Ends up with Quainer laid off to Chambers, who horrible left foot finish. No techers on that one over the top. Um, Judge on 12. Nice feet. 10 position. Hits it low, wide, right-footed. Um, Skews with a takedown on Phillips. We did continue our pattern of conceding a litany of free kicks around the edge of our box, which makes me very scared every time. Um, West Brom. There's a lot of shout that the referee was a bit of a homer and uh, which was obviously a difficult word to shout out in a public place in 2019 from the guy next to me. But (laughs) we thought that in the away end that there was a lot of iffy decisions that they were getting that were probably 50, 50 at best. Yeah. I'm sure if you swapped and sat in the other end, the, They'd be saying, they're shouting for saying him, yeah, exactly, exactly the other right. way, wouldn't they? Yeah, the guy, um, this guy shouted it the whole game. The ref, the ref's over. a homer. It's like, mate, do you know what? <laughs> Maybe don't. Um, so one Maybe of these chances, um, and this is what I mean, Rich. They don't really create anything. Townsend flicks on. Chambers comes too far forward, gets too tight on Murphy. He rolls him and then has a run down the channel. Um, I think Bart's quite comfortable on this one. Really good save, though, because there's others... Following in, he could have palmed. He had good soft hands. Yeah, it goes out, yeah. For for that one, doesn't he? Uh, Bree into Judge on the right. Uh, Fees Edwards, shot there over. Bishop with another drive on 28. And then from this corner, goodness me, Chambers in on the back post, Dave. And it's yeah. a kind of scuffy. He just doesn't react to it, does he? It, it, obviously, it lands he was quite high up, though, doesn't he? Does it hit him at chest height? I'm not uh, sure. I just thought he, I just thought he misses it completely, doesn't he, or not? Is this okay. is not the one I'm he's thinking free, of. He's um, free. Free the back post for the corner, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just kind of scuffed. It's just weird that the two chances fell to him. But um, big chance here. West Brom, this, <laughs> their centre midfield was hopeless. As soon as Judge was coming across way too deep with wide players, massive hole in the middle of the pitch. Nolan, beautiful chip over. As it goes oh, over, I was thinking... Oh God, Quainer! But it's actually um, he actually gets out of his feet pretty quickly. Spins Traps the ball really nicely. He does that really well, actually. And good save, Rich, by Johnston. Because yeah. sometimes yeah, you see them go through leg. the keeper's legs, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good good effort there. Yeah, um, good chance for West Brom inside. Um, all the chances just come from them getting Murphy one on one down the nice. down the down the right hand side. Not to say that uh, Bree played badly, because I'm um, I'm quite a fan of Bree actually, especially when we get to this goal in the. 
in the second half, um, and it gets chest off, and Gale pretty poor. But do you know what? I've seen Dwight Gale and Timu Puki this this weekend both have about four clear chances and not score any of them. They'd normally score six of those four chances, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, ratio normally, yeah. Um, good save again from Bielkowski. Johansson chips it in, chested off. Uh, Murphy low volley. And then from the corner, I think it's, was it Adarabio on the near post, yep. Rich? It's, it's yeah, straight, straight at him though, but it's... Um, straight at him, but he's, yeah, it's close in. I'm, I'm travelling as well. He's, he's directed it really well back on goal, but good yeah, save. Yeah, um, Bart, Bart was, was great yesterday. Bart was at it. it he was at yeah. it yesterday. He really was. Yeah, he said, um, some plays to channel here. Quainer into Judge. <laughs> Judge is going to score this goal sooner or later from the left corner of the area where he curls it around the keep. He's tried it about five times since he's been here. Um, town free kick to end the half. Judge deflected over. And then from the corner, big handball shout. And the way Craig Dawson walked off for half time um, made me kind of feel it might have actually hit his arm, but it would have been... Um, harsh. Hello, Dave. They've finally changed the rule in. They're removing the word deliberate now. It's all it's to do with a, silhouette or whatever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's all to do with a body silhouette now. I can't Christ. wait. Sorry, this weren't this weren't what, um, as a result of what happened in Paris on Wednesday evening, was it? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, in the, in the Man United. It's very similar to that, actually, but looking at it on the TV, on the replay, it looks like it hits him somewhere around about the shoulder. Oh, I mean, I've not seen the replay. So it yeah, it would have like been. It. Would have been Looks a harsh like Well, but the rule now is is whether that's an abnormal body shape compared to a silhouette where the head should be. That's, I mean, VR is not going to clear that up at all, is it? I mean, how no. that? Yeah, I know we're not talking about that. How that ever was a penalty in in France, God only knows. But there you the, go. the issue oh. is that um, we don't yeah. see the directives, do we? We see no, the we law, don't. and then they're given a directive. And I'm quite sure that the but, the referee has been told before to give that as a penalty, but we don't know. Funny. Yeah. Who, who jumps like who jumps like this? No, no one jumps like because you have to you have leverage to jump any. Uh, I just think it's going to get to the point. You know where people wrongly say about last man or out of control or whatever. It's going to start. Um, oh, he turned his back, and that will be the informal language. I think you're stitching yourself up now. If you start to turn your back and it hits your arm, I think you're yeah, going to get penalties yeah, because it's like yeah, you're you know you're yeah. not even facing the ball. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's just a kind of guessing. But Rich, do you take my point that? Those couple of chances, one from a corner, uh, one from Chambers getting too tight. I just thought in the main, in the first half, we were the better side. On the ball in the centre of midfield, I 100% agree. And I thought Bishop was excellent yesterday. I thought um, Nolan was really good too. Scoose was kind of doing a useful job and recycling the ball quite well. But the the ball from Nolan to Quayna for that chance was lovely. It was lovely just played it really nicely, Shit, deliberately oh. meant it. Nice, nice thing. He, he did have well. about 10 seconds on the ball before. It was a beautiful yeah. pass. Yeah. Makes a change, yeah. But and I thought Bishop was making a real difference as well yesterday. I thought he had a really excellent game. So you're, you're right. And as you said at the start, West Brom's formation was weird. I think it was um, 4-4-2 in defence and maybe 4-3-3 in attack. I think there was a point where there were five at the back Phillips, as well. Phillips barely touched the ball, Rich, did he? Yeah, no, and then right. the rotation just didn't work for them yesterday. And, and you know, we'll talk about it in a bit. But that was a symptom maybe of what happened after the match, maybe. It sounded like that we had... Obviously, we had more possession in them. That's been a feature this season. We're certainly under Lambert, you know, more possession. But And we've always said, yeah, OK, but look how deep we've had the possession, you know, knocking about the back and stuff. But it seemed that we had better possession yesterday, a little bit further up the pitch, perhaps. Yeah, totally agree. Rich, you know, and we were breaking as well because they they couldn't figure out their formation. There was so much yeah. space for the likes of Bishop to dash into and judge as well that it was making a real difference. Did they have... 
was Barry on the bench? I mean, where was was he on the bench? Um, at all? He might have been on the pass. Bench. I can tell you in one second. So uh, did it not cry no. out for? No. Oh, okay. No, no, right. Barry there. Yeah. Um, also, I think Holgate was a was a big miss, and no, it's just yeah, weird yeah, when you have Adarabio and they kind of don't trust him to be right back, so they put it's him centre back. <laughs> that might be overstating it, but I how see. How was the was the lad? Because weren't we interested in that Townsend? There was talk of us. Yeah, that, that, uh, uh, solid, quite, quite, yeah. li- quite little, but um, uh, like Kenlock, but just a little bit more solid. If you. If okay, you get my, yeah. If you yeah. get my drift. Um, yeah. Moving on, second half. Um, Rich Jackson on for Quainer. Why? Why did that happen? I think they. I think Lambert said, "Is is it an injury or is it the illness that's gone around?" Yeah, I, mean, I think he was. didn't have a great first half, but it, I don't think it was a tactical one because the formation didn't change. Um, and we'll talk about Jackson a bit later. I thought Quainer was alright, but didn't get a huge amount involved. No. Um, Edwards yellow for a tug back on 46, but Dave. On 48, let's throw it out there. Probably, no, Freddie Sears has scored a couple of really good goals. But yeah. um, one of the best goals we've had in this godforsaken It's really nice. Season. It's really nice. Take it away. At the start, it's really good by Edwards. Quite tenacious play from Edwards, I think, wins the ball. Wins a second ball for once. Um, and, yeah, this is pretty poor for West Brom because Judge makes a run pretty much. He's level with, when he makes a run, he's level with Edwards and they just let him run. And it's a quite a good ball. So Edwards lays the ball in sort of right side of the penalty area. Judge takes it in his stride, um, looks to whip it over first time as he gets to the byline. line. It's blocked out by a defender. Could be a, a rabbi, a rabbi, I call it. Rabbi, rabbi, <laughs> um, and then it gets ridiculous because it goes to Brie and then, um, on if, the half volley, Dave. First time. He, no, no, no. I think he's putting this in an area. Fair play. But he clips his half volley side foot. It's a difficult <laughs> skill. It's a difficult <laughs> skill. Um, and he just clips it in. First time, right foot, side foot. And just picks Nolan out, who's, who's making a late run. And I think you, you much to Amy's disgust, you've already said it was Matt Holland-esque. And it's a proper header, isn't it? He sort of arches his back and meets it on the Dave, On the XG, that was 0.0001 as Nolan no, goes up. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. Oh, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> Absolutely buries it in the corner and, um, and transpires that uh, when we learn afterwards, never scored a headed goal before. I mean, you just wouldn't believe it. But the cross from Bree is just sublime, isn't it? It's ridiculous. But yeah, it's, it's a good goal. And yeah, by the sound of it, and they're saying on the radio down a little bit, I saw much deserved. Yeah, really much deserved. Um, Richard, yeah, it's a great goal. Richard, we joked that John Nolan turned into Frank Lampard against Derby. Did he turn into Tim Cahill there for a second? <laughs> was a, yeah, it was lovely. And the shame is he didn't really massively celebrate it. I would have gone absolutely crazy if <laughs> I'd never scored Nudsen, any. though? I, I was think like, he was shocked. Nudsen, I mean, went, yeah, Nudsen went mental, which was great. <laughs> I mean, The, the yeah. two things that I'd call out are in the build-up, lovely passing triangles, really incisive, really fast running, really direct play. Yeah. It was really nice stuff down that right-hand side for that. Yeah. And and I totally agree with the the cross was really nice as well. I and the second thing is I listened to Radio um, WBM, uh, WM on the way home. Oh, yeah. um, later on they did a special show because it's because of what happened afterwards, yeah. which we won't spoil. Um, and <laughs> there's a guy. And apologies again for my West Midlands accent. I'm going to get out there. Um, he's he's already edited anywhere. The keeper should save that. It's not even in the corner. It's <laughs> yes, not even it in the corner. Like oh, bloody hell, good as stats, bro. White and blue specs. How dare you? I've lived up for 10 years. Great Perfected moment, it. though. Great yeah, moment. They, because man, what, what we, we haven't had many good moments this season, and they're all stacked up behind the goal, all the Ipswich fans. And, yeah, right, you know, right in front of us, wasn't it? That was it, good. It was a lovely visual, him 
leaping and headering that in the corner. So yeah, he could he could he could have jumped he could have jumped in and celebrated like Jack today, couldn't he? But <laughs> he might have got a kick off a steward. Oh man, don't come there on. There we go. We've got to get to um, great throw out by Johnson on 54. Rodriguez touch chips to Gale. He's one v one with Chambers. Chambers stands him up quite well. Shoots over. Uh, Dawson and Adarabio have switched now, so Darren Morris kind of realised the obvious after about 55 minutes. Uh, Kenlock plays the channel, nodded in by Jackson. Judge dipping volley here. Whoosh, two yards further out. That's barring in, love that. Leko in for Phillips. Um, Leko, the only man who kind of takes more touches than... Oh, I'm trying to think of a player who takes way, way too many touches, but there you go. Um... Where are we? Oh, now this is the big chance uh, for West Brom. Corner goes in. They're not creating sure. much, but bounces down and it falls to the right guy because it's Gale yeah. six, no, probably less than He's that, inside the six in, yard box. Yeah. yeah, and Bart really good right. again. Sticks a strong arm out, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Gale just doesn't really react to it. It's an odd one, isn't it? He I just can't doesn't believe you're saying yeah. that, Dave. It seems what ridiculous, does doesn't it? Yeah, he just doesn't really get a lot on it, does he? He makes it easy. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great reaction from Bart and he gets enough on it to get it away as well. But it's, yeah, obviously, I mean, you were there. Gale wasn't quite on no, it. Did, you know, neither did was Rodriguez. On it. I mean, I think what's best summed up, I mean, when you know, when you, when you have Matt Phillips up against Kenlock, you know, like for like, you think, yeah, this is going to be tough. It's going to be a hard day. But, you know, the very fact Phillips went off, what, on the hour or whatever it was. Yeah, is, that a, yeah. is that a slant? On, is that uh, with, a, with a nod to Kenlock? But as you said earlier, you didn't really get in the game anyway. But is that a nod to Kenlock? To or I don't think Kenlock had anything to do. I'm, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. I can't remember. There was a few moments. Oh, but... I just, I, I have a tricky relationship with Kenlock because I, I so, so want him to be good. I really, really want him to be good. And yeah. there's just a few Bell. times every Bell. game Bell. where yeah he, he he's always gonna and look from five yards over the halfway line into the attacking half I think he's actually really good and yeah. you know good engine and there's going to be some examples where he gets up and presses I do just just worry I think he needs a really good um what would Harry call it a really good soft guiding hand next to him mentor at, yeah at, at center you know like Mowbray if he used to do with Brown Tyron Mings le- Play yeah. less than about like he was for Villa today. That would be a great, absolutely perfect partnership, I think. For but him. yeah, but yeah, yeah. mentally, I think it is, isn't it? It's positional sense and in a little half, bit I of strength upper body, which is strange yeah. considering that's how what, he that's what he lacks a bit. Yeah, how yeah. he that's runs. That's has got the edge on him, definitely. But if he can just make the improvement, you know, if he can, he has an upward trajectory in his right, improvement. Yeah. He's going to be right a good better. player. But yeah. I, I've just so got my fingers crossed for him. But there, there are. There are limits, but hey, you know, we just talked about the fact that we're a lower-ranking um, championship club. You know, he's got a chance, hasn't he? Because there's yeah. not, we've not, not got hundreds of left backs. Yeah, no, and he's and look at the players he's been up against recently. You know, I mean, and yesterday was a case in point. Matt Phillips, for Christ's sake, yeah. how many championship Premier League games has he played? He's a flyer, for Christ's sake. You know, could be um, Jared Bowen at the end of the month as well, isn't it? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, right. So that's pretty much it for West Brom's um, chances in this game. You know that one from the corner and a quick counter from a long throwout. So really in the, in the whole game, they barely played through us in terms of passing other than a few bits down, down the side. Um, and now Ipswich are going to have uh, sort of 15 minutes where really they should have won the game. Um, uh, Nolan and Knudsen get Kenlock up the pitch, slides Jackson in behind, carries it into the box, goes for the near post and he's, um, blocked out Rich diving because you'd have a 
better view of any of these three Caden Jackson chances. Could he have squared that up to anyone? Um, I'm trying to think because it was a few where he cut in from the left hand side, wasn't it? Yeah, so there? Kenlock where... slides him down the line. That's Dave. That's the point I'm making. Kenlock was up the pitch, played a lovely ball um, yep. down the line there. But I thought was this the one where where it's blocked and Kenlock's actually following it in. Kenlock ends up in the penalty is he really? Box. Yeah. yeah. Is it yeah, the yeah, one where the, where it goes out, kind of out for a throw? Left. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think it defended just. Oh no, that's the, yeah, that's the last one of the. Is that's that the last, last one? Because the one other one, yeah, because he get. I think he has a really. He gets a bit too close to the keeper, I think, and and wants to put it over, across him and curl it into the far yes, that's far right, post. Yeah. Actually, again, it's like last week. It puts puts it with power height, and the keeper's already going down. He might score there, but you know, I thought he didn't contribute a huge amount in the second half. Neither, neither Quainer or Jackson really did for overall pattern of play, but his pace was good against Dawson yesterday. I thought, and oh, he should have scored one of those chances. We all know about Jackson. If you can actually get the the guys up the pitch behind him um dare i say a buendia type player and just have him running off the yeah. last man he could be absolutely lethal just, if that was just his job sorry just what i think about it just mentioned pace for the first time yesterday i went and watched the under 18s just quickly just a side issue and i think i've seen one of the quickest players i've ever seen a guy called kickle zach brown who plays up front for the 18s okay we'll get, we'll get like, joe on him honestly get joe he is like lightning where, where is he on the Dan James, Amanda Traore scale. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've got a few years on him, obviously, but he <laughs> is quick. Is that with the ball, Dave, or without, or both? Uh, no, actually, a bit of both. But yeah, he was chasing. It was a bit windy, a bit so he was flowing across the pitch. <laughs> and the ball was going in the corner. Mate, he is so quick. Yeah, What's his name again, it. Dave? Zach Brown. Zach Brown. Lovely stuff. Yeah, uh, Murphy. Murphy, yeah. yellow card on Edwards. A little bit of WWE stuff after that. Morrison in for Johansson. That's a comeback. Um... Dave, what does I oh, alluded to your excellent eye test earlier? What does your eye test say about Simon Dawkins? <laughs> <laughs> My eye test doesn't say much because I haven't really seen much of him. To, to be perfectly honest, I think I saw him. Did he have a little cameo? Was it Rotherham? Was it Rotherham? Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, he came against on. Rotherham and barely touched the ball. ball. Yeah. Fell over. Tried to run the ball out and gave it away. It was yeah. it was all a bit Larson Torre for that game. But, um, <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but apparently yesterday. Um, they, people, what I read, people were sort of talking him up a bit. And what they have said about him, apparently he's, he's a lie. He's, I think he's like early 30s and he's 30, 31. Been around a bit and he's quite good in the in the changing room. I think he's a bit, he's a bit lively and a bit of a character okay. as well, which is great, you know. Um, so and, he, and by, the, by the sound of it, you know, uh, again, you read between the lines, maybe he'll get some more game time between now and the end of the season and an experienced player that could be useful next season, of course. And do you think he might make a pass between now and the end of the season? Rich? Oh, oh, is that, oh, is that, is that right? Is he a bit? Does he? He just can't get on the ball. I've never seen anything like it. He can't get on the ball or can't no. get, get rid of it. Oh, he can't land on the ball. Sorry, oh, Rich, sorry. am I being unfair on Dawkins? Well, when he when he did get on the ball, I think he made some pretty negative. There was a moment where I think he put picked the ball up on the left hand side and could have turned and run up, run with it and tried to go back. And I, but, and I would say he was tidy at best, but I, you know, okay, like six out of ten, but nothing more. A um, couple of long ranges from uh, West Brom here. Nothing, really. And then we get into um, Muller time, really. Chance for Ipswich. Nolan gets slid through. He looks a bit tired for this one and drags it um, wide. And then two chances in close succession for Jackson. The first one, he gets in um, and Johnston makes a good save. The second one is the one we alluded to earlier where he gets is on the right-hand side this time. But... Um, 
Dave, does a more tenured striker with more minutes score one of those three chances that Jackson? Probably, scored? probably, yeah. yeah. You know, you give the keeper the eyes or something like that and put it near post, whatever. But yeah, on. probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then would wag on about the pace. You know, he's, you know, he's getting the pace. You know, I see that. I see these chances, and it's his pace that has perhaps made these That's chances. Fair. So yeah. yeah. Richard? When it clicks, when it clicks, he'll, oh, he'll score Hatfields. So. And he's another player like Kenlock who, who just needs a mentor because he's got the raw pace and athleticism. He's quite he's quite strong where he needs to be. It's just the choice when he's confronted with a goalkeeper in the goal. He just needs to be a bit cuter. I, I think there's a potential partnership with him and Harrison. I really do. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I really do. Because I think Harrison can be that can be that target man I think I think he's Which got is it weird either. because Hurst would have never planned that because he was a one up front guy wouldn't it no oh, so is Lambert though but yeah. so is Lambert yeah that's fair yeah that's fair yeah. Um, <laughs> Simon Dawkins has a the ball falls to him from a corner and he oh. snatches at it has a shot and it goes oh. and it goes over the top Um, oh. well done Simon Um, 85 <laughs> uh, fielding for SD <laughs> after the way you spoke about Shane Duffy for about Two years, Dave. I'll... Uh, his own goal calamity, mate, Shane Duffy. <laughs> um, that's one for long-tenured podcast listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, Rich, this back four gets even more ridiculous when um, Adarabio gets injured and uh, Field, who is a centre midfielder, comes in to play <laughs> centre-back. And um, oh, I, don't I thought know... that was an attacking change. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> what he was playing. Well, Chris Brunt was supposed to come on and he looked well pissed off Brunt because then they had to switch him out. Right. Where was Ahmed Higazi all, all this time? They really missed him, didn't they? Goodness. Um, Field then nearly dismembers um, Jackson with his first... <laughs> His first action, yellow card there. Um, 87, Nolan, poor touch. Leco, 900 touches and then smashes it over. Um, and that is all she wrote. Um, let me give you some statistics, gentlemen, before we move on. Ipswich, 22 shots to 16. Uh, seven on target to West Brom's five. The one big chance to nil in West Brom's favour, which was uh, Gale's. Uh, more passes, uh, 305 to 259. More passes in the attack in third, um, yeah. 143 to 95. Um, they lose take-ons in 14 to 19. More crosses, 23 to 21. More tackles, 34 to 23. More interceptions, 11 to 7. And less fouls, um, 9 to 12. Richard, Ipswich played well yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, and I, I guess if you're a West Brom fan, you're kind of looking at the th- that, that, thinking how good were Ipswich because they're 24th and we're fourth, and ha- or how bad were we that we we made them look that good? And I guess that's the issue because we obviously know what happens after the match. We know they've been bad at home. We know they've been bad since Harvey Barnes has left. So I guess are we just the latest club to kind of take advantage of a team that's a little bit confused? Changes yesterday as well. But I thought our passing football was really good yesterday. I thought Nolan, that might have been his best game for us that I've seen. Um, Bishop as well. Bielkowski's best game of the season, I think. Bar was back at it as well. Um, so I thought we were, I thought we deserved to win actually the second half particularly I thought we deserved to um, to win the game and and yeah and West Brom yeah trouble and and yeah events yeah happened well, afterwards before, before we that. get on to that David just your summary on the game and we'll talk a bit about Darren Moore and West Brom yeah I mean I think that um, 
I think you alluded to it, Rich. I think that Harvey Barnes has been a massive miss for them. I think he was he was the player that really, really made them tick. I know Rodriguez and obviously um, Rodriguez and Gale scored, scored a, lot, a lot of the goals. I think Barnes must have chipped in with a good few. Before. He was asked yeah, yeah. for double was figures. Was he double in, figures? Goals. Yeah, he was quality. Burn. I think no, when he I mean, left, he was nine goals and six assists. And I believe he's gone so straight he was, into He's playing week in, week out for Leicester. Leicester. He's gone straight yeah. into the side alongside I think I guess Madison I, I assume so he's a he's an absolute massive miss for them I think that's a di- um and it's just a little bit more settled side I mean I love it you know Judge um Judge Bishop uh Nolan it's just more flair there isn't there for Christ's sake which is you know at some stages maybe yeah certainly earlier part of this season certainly last season there was nothing there what'd you say 22 efforts on target Jesus Christ we didn't have that in five games last season at times mm. did not, we? not even efforts at home. on target 22 efforts on oh sorry goal. 22 so, efforts yeah. on goals on our target yeah but you know what I mean it's just total I say revelation but it's just such a difference yeah. you put Waghorn in that team yesterday we would have won well just, we're just uh, lacking that quality striker aren't we I mean it's yeah. sadly it feels like it's too little too late but the way we're playing now if we continue to play like that Find someone who can score goals. If Jack Sniffett suddenly clicks or Harrison comes back, we'll win a few more games before the oh, end no, of the I season. It'll be really nice confidence builder before next season. No, and we need to. I think you, you, Rich or Joe said it earlier on, on the on the group chat today that yeah, we really do need to string a few good performances and hopefully get a few wins, you know, between now and the end of the season. I mean, as a result yesterday, it's gonna be difficult for us even to move above move above Bolton probably, but Look, yeah, if we can get a few more, a few, a few good wins, it will, uh, yeah, it will improve. I think I things. might be a bit more confident than both of you. I genuinely think it might be pattern of play yeah, ahead of up. ahead of a goal scorer. Um, I, I think once they start getting people up the pitch and comfortable and actually creating, yeah. you know, those big chances, I think, I think Jackson can put can put some away it's it's just we just haven't got near the goal all, all season have we, we uh, yeah sounds well, we didn't get go, close to the goal last season either we just had really good individual players didn't we work all and really good set plays and great, and, yeah exactly yeah. right and i think uh, yeah that's the positive for me out of yesterday is the way we're playing we weren't going direct we were actually doing these triangles harry calls them the convalent bonds the partnerships they're forming now no, absolutely yeah, and, I yeah. think, and and sounded like Bishop was pretty good yesterday, yeah. Did he go off injured, though, Ben? No, Does... no, they're just giving him that it's 60 minutes, 70 minutes, 60 right. minutes, 70 minutes. Lambert's He's actually managing him. Player. He can be an outstanding player right. for us. Well, and you know, well, what, I've, what I've always said about players who have one trademark move is just look after them in the game, and if three times during the game, he's going to carry the ball from... And there was one I yeah. didn't mention where um, Bialkowski punches it out. He runs over to the left touchline, flicks it over... Um, whoever was marking him, and literally drives with the ball for like all yeah. of all of. The, I mean, you talk about getting up the pitch and an effective press. Well, stick Ted Bishop in your team, and by himself he can move you forty yards yeah. up the pitch in yeah. one of, in one of those drives. Um, let's <laughs> play. Let's move on and talk a little bit about Darren Moore then, because and I, I googled it yesterday just to see because I knew it was coming. Gary Lineker. West Brom are fourth in the league. What are they doing? Ian Wright. West Brom are fourth in the league. And I love Ian Wright. You know I love Ian Wright. Robbie yeah. Savage. West Brom are fourth in the league. Why are they second in the But Rich, there's more to there's more to this um, than just West Brom being fourth in the league. So Moore gets fired um, what? Hour after the game? Yeah, if not if if not in the changing room, that's what I heard. Wow. Changing room at full time was the rumour. And we talked about this last week 
um, on the flagship with Joe, um, who called out, we, we talked about in the preview show, from the kind of outside in, you kind of look fourth in the league, top scorers, I think, top five scorers in the whole of the football pyramid. Um, Darren Moore's one manager of the month, three to three months of the season as well. But it's just not worked since Barnes has left since Christmas. I don't think they've won a home game since Boxing Day. Day. Um, And the battering they took at Leeds must have taken the confidence out of them. But you look at them yesterday. Ben, we've seen teams where you can kind of tell it's the end because heads have gone down. The players look confused. There's a 50-50 ball. They might kind of go, do you know what? I might have tried a bit that one's a on the few coach, weeks yeah. ago. And it kind of had a sense that maybe people knew there was stuff happening off the pitch. West Brom, in terms of your finances stuff that we talked about at the start, have gambled big financially to get promoted back. And I think that's part of the motivation as well. So again, we know all about the kind of press having an opinion on something from outside, having not watched the club. Um, in terms of McCarthy. And I think we just need to be careful about having the whole picture. Um, but it, it is, a, is a shock and it is a disappointment when anyone, particularly a club legend, loses their job at a, a team like West Brom. Um, Dave, we saw this at Norwich with um, Alex Neal, where it looked like the ownership waited until he couldn't make the playoffs. And yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that West Brom went nine points off the top two with 10 to play ben. yesterday and Dave you can go back to stuff we've done on this channel in October September and said oh well the players are good but I'm not quite sure what's yeah. what's happening there so I mean, fair play they you know fair play they gave him a Garmin I think they had a really good run that's a good run they were down pretty much when he took over but I think when they un- undefeated in April last month of the season beat yeah, Man beat U, Spurs I think. And, I think they yeah. beat Man U. well that was um, one of the manager of the months that Richard just mentioned wasn't it mm, probably yeah, it was. was probably was um but look the bigger pitch here they've got very impatient Chinese owners but Dave <laughs> are they what... are they impatient well I don't know this well, is the look, thing you get, look, this is the thing Dave sorry sorry just I'm gonna dive right, so in on my yeah. and I'm mm. not pretending I know everything about football finances because I've spoken mm. to a guy for an hour and a half I don't but what I do know is that if you go down from the Premier League, you've got three years of parachute payments, okay. and if you don't get back up, you are screwed. And it'll take an unlikely promotion, like Norwich might do this season, or Huddersfield yeah. did, or you know anyone who's come through. Otherwise, you're screwed, and unless your leads and your attendances are massive, but then not even that really matters. So, are they really that impatient? Well, maybe not. I mean, look, I think they were. They just assumed maybe that they would be top two. And I think everybody else look at the start of the season, look at their look at their squad, look at their firepower and their squad. You know, I thought they'd I thought they'd walk away with the league. I really did. Um and it just hasn't happened. And I think and that one player, I'm sorry, he you know, one player doesn't make a team. I think he is the one player that they Dave, they we're just gonna talk about Aston Villa later. One player does make a well, team. Well, okay, well, yeah, all right. It's, yes, it's, 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 it's what it's, you've replaced him with. So but they could have you know, if they wanted to spend money in January, they could have replaced a Harvey Barnes. Yeah, they could have done. With, they got him Murphy, who's an out-and-out winger, and they don't yeah. play a system to, to, to that needs wingers. If well, they, they don't without and, Phillips as well. So, um, I, I, yeah, I think I think tactically the last few weeks it's just shown a bit of desperation. I and think, I think, I think that might be a factor. I think one of us said on the pod last week that after the thumping they took at Leeds, and I think I, I thought it was you, it might be me, I can't remember, and we said that, you know, is he... You know, he's more in a bit of trouble where he's under scrutiny. I think we did because, you know, are they going to get someone in for the last for the last push? Assuming they'd be they'd have beaten us yesterday and be sort of more than what, five, six, seven points than rather than what they are, nine points away. Um, And there's talk that 
Is it going to be a sexy Yugoslavian in the in yeah, the dugout? Yeah, maybe German, yeah. by all accounts. Yugoslav, oh, German. German. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. Um, Wagner. I'm not supposed so to I say heard. Yugoslav. What is Yukanovic? Serb. Croat. Serb. One of one of other. Um, uh, there's talk and could well be in attendance by Wednesday. So, given that, if that's right, then it's been lined up, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. The result yesterday was okay. Get a result. Ipswich. Get get a thump bips which which I, I guess they assumed and yeah we'll just put that in abeyance for for now but yeah it's just come to a point interesting very interesting right let's go to twitter questions gentlemen um let's start with you david um this is dommy boy 79 who's i've always mentioned this because he's got gene simmons makeup on in his avatar oh, yeah. do you think kenlock is the answer at left back when i watched him last week he was a little slower than i thought and worry about his engine up and down the pitch dave Ken- I, think, I think we, we covered this about 10 minutes ago didn't we um that was my opinion what's yours no 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 I, you know i like you know i like kenlock i really do like kenlock and he has i think i've defended him when others perhaps haven't this season when you know he has come up against wingers like ints you know there are some bloody good wide players in you know in in the championship for goodness like well Christ Phillips yesterday for instance so look um he's been in and out of the team he was in he was out he's back in now he's getting ex- an extended run um I agree with you guys that he does need perhaps some experience beside him for sure um yeah there is I, I think there's a player there and I think Ben you maybe physically he's not quite but then if you're comparing him with Nudson, who is a physical sort of specimen, isn't he? Perhaps, but not such a good technical footballer. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think Nudson can can I'm sorry, um Kenlock can thrive and and really be our left back for for years to come. I, I honestly can see that, but he just needs to kick on. Yeah, good, good. Um Richard, Andy Grimes, uh, we've not been able to follow up a good performance with another one. How can we change that trend at Bristol City? Streaky Lee's Bristol City. Oh, they're streaky, aren't they? Well, we just Oops. need to play exactly the same way. I, I think Bristol City are going to be desperate on Tuesday now because that right, the, the playoffs is really the teams are kind of all kind of encroaching on each other up there. They're so out now, aren't they? there'll seventh. be there'll be pressure. Yeah, I think they're seventh. Yeah. Um. So I think we just need to do more of the same. I think we do need to f- convert these chances. So Judges had a lot of chances the last few games. Needs to score to them. Quainer and Jackson as well. Um, we just need to convert the chances that we're obviously having now. Keep playing the same kind of style of football. Just I think. See us going. How do you think it will fare if Kennington's fit? Kennington. Kennington, I say, because I'm, I knew someone of Kennington. <laughs> yeah, on the bench, fit, Dave. Yeah. Sorry? Kenlock will be on the bench and Nudson will be yeah, left back. So. I'm pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. sure of that. Um, I'm going to read Ollie Friston's, but I think we've dealt with it. He says, there's been a lot of careful careful what you wish for-ing on Twitter about Darren Moore. Phil Charles, but it seems they lack direction and top two wasn't realistic. Hoping for a new manager bounce for a playoff campaign. You see, he's done that far more succinctly than than, um, than we did there, hasn't he? Um, Dave, this is Ian, um, who we met at the live show. Uh, what do you guys make of the Sun article on our fans versus Oliveira? I thought the chants were on reflection in bad taste, but as usual with lazy journalists, they failed to talk about our history didn't, with Nelson. Don't read the Sun, didn't see the article, so you'll have to, you'll um, have to enlighten me. I believe it was having a pop. It was, I think it was an online thing, Richard. Yeah, he said, oh, need, need us to say Nelson Oliveira had the last laugh because it was his fans were chanting Tyra Mings, he stamped on your face. Tonight. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Stirring up trouble. Yeah, no I way. got asked about that on no my story. championship review thing on the YouTube channel and I did actually do a who started it type answer. So, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, football banter never, ever, ever, ever ends. No one's ever going to take the high road. Um, so, you Just know. don't buy the sun. <laughs> yeah, the there you go. Yeah, exactly. 
Richard, um, is the Magical Vegas sponsorship the reason for our poor season? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely right. Yep, totally, totally agree with that. Um, I was thinking about this, the new kits. This, the, the, we need to get rid of the blue background if we keep Magical Vegas on the block. Idea for a program. <laughs> <laughs> I find football kits up and down the country that have got sponsors' logos Lady without the background. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Benjamin, how do you say his name? Rich? Irie? sorry. What did you say, Dave? You've hosteling with Chris Eubanks. <laughs> he's, not, he's still on part. <laughs> um, let's read Ben's question. Um, John Gotten. Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag. Monkey tennis. Um, who's had the biggest turnaround under Paul Lambert? In my opinion, it's got to be John Nolan. Who's had the biggest turnaround under Paul Lambert, Dave? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Um, biggest turnaround under Paul Lambert. Yeah, Got probably is. Got to turn is. around. Probably, oh, probably, is now, probably, probably is Nolan, isn't it? Although I always liked him clearly from day one. But um, yeah, it probably is Nolan. But that's, it could be under any manager. Now he's played more games. He's getting up to speed for the championship. He's getting a run in the side. He's playing with slightly better players like Judge and, and Bishop, probably. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think there's no, no question about that. Um, Richard, Tim Pashley. Given the upturn in performances of late, not results, I grant you, if the season started now, would we stay up? So that's a bit of a loaded question. Um, <laughs> if the season started now, so Wigan don't have their momentum from the uh, previous year, Bolton are already um, bust, Millwall are turning on Neil Harris, and there's a lot of other context that goes in, but I think um, the, um, the tone of Tim's question is on us, Richard, if... We started now with that squad and with Paul Lambert. Where would we finish? I, th- I think we'd probably be there or thereabouts just above the relegation zone. And I think in terms of the question, I'm, I know it's kind of being selective here. The issue for me is is just the stupid goals we can see. It's the, it's the defensive solidity that Harry and I were talking about that. If, if you saw that out, I think we're fine. Goals yep. will come as well. 
Um, but yeah, I think Lambert probably keeps us up. Mm, interesting. Yeah, um, I agree. David, uh, Barry, ITFC man, two-part question. Who do you think will be player of the season as we know Bart won't win it this time around? Oh, Jesus. Wowzers. Um, well, until he got injured, I'd have thought Sears probably. Um, now, now for the running now for the next 10 games, could be could be anybody. Could be Nolan if he strings, honestly, because there's no choice at judge. all. Could be, could be, well, honestly, could Bullard. be Nolan, the new if, Bullard, they, yeah. string, if they string... Um, you know, if they string a few good performances together, I just would. I mean, who would you guys say? I mean, I, I wouldn't know who. To call. I want to sidestep that today, one. That's a horrible someone question. Said today, well, I, so, so I hate my, to my, give it to a lone player. My suggestion but, would be if Chambers tap. goes to Chicago Fire, if we find out that Chambers is leaving at the end of the season, we need to find a way to kind of acknowledge his. Good point. I know he's, he's not been yeah. great this season. Very good point. But who has? So give it yeah. to Chambers if he leaves. Yeah. Give, give it Giggsy. Um, Till end of the season. Lee Sharp. Uh, this is the Giggsy. <laughs> This is the uh, the second part of Barry's question. So we'll go to Richard Woodward of the wildly popular preview show. When I say your full <laughs> name, I can't help but say the end bit there. Well, Do you think we'll close any of the stands, i.e. Sir Alf Ramsey, Sir Bobby Robson, upper tier, to cut costs next season? Did we talk about this last week, Dave? I think we, I think we, um, I think we said possibly, or maybe I've, I forget. Maybe it was a few weeks ago. Um, I yeah. think what I've what I heard or what I've heard discussed is it's easier easier for us to shut. One of them, the other. Um, but I think I remember the debate was what kind of does it say as a club in terms of our ambition and uh, to shut them off? But I think I would, I think, if it's a business I, decision. I think it's a business decision. Is it not easier to close, unfortunately, the upper Sir Bobby than Sir Ralph? Because obviously Sir Ralph, they've got the legends and the corporate yeah, bits. Yeah, I there. think so. That's what I, that's, I think yeah. that's what I read. So, And yeah, we did yeah. it against Sheffield United and Cup, didn't we? I think. We that's did. Yeah, we were talking we about that a few weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if if we have two hundred and fifty pound season tickets, then yeah. um, they will need those seats, won't we? And I just thought for years and years and years, so many other sides have this advantage of having the away fans behind a goal housed up the top. I've just always thought, couldn't you? I know maybe security-wise, or um, I just is there not a way of getting the away fans into the top tier of one of the? Just not Stones. sure. It just works. It just works where it where it is, isn't it? For it's definitely for gives an advantage, Dave, having them, yeah. you know, having them positioned where they are. Yeah. You do not see that in any other stadium in the champion. I'm trying to trying to think any Norwich. other stadium in the Norwich. Champions. But Leeds. Norwich, Norwich will go really thin, um, thin and up. And yeah, okay, Leeds. But then you've got that main stand swamping everything up. But did you, did you take my point that? The away fans have a bit more of an influence here than. Remember, remember at the Blackburn um, game, yeah, fair, fair. Sorry, on, I'm just going to keep checking a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but do, do you know what I mean? Milligan, um, please. We could, Ever. Sorry. We could put them elsewhere. Um, Ippy Land, could Nolan Bishop and Skews be the answer in League One as a three? Looks the best balance we've had in midfield with them, uh, supplemented yep. by Dazel and Downs, David. Yes, agree. Yeah, and also good to see Nyden made a rare appearance on the. I know he didn't come off the bench, but he was he was on back on the bench yesterday, wasn't he? He mm-hmm. was young Nyden. So yeah, I do see that. Yeah, with with the experience skews sitting in there for a season in uh, in League One. Yeah, I see that totally. Um, you need that experience. You will need that experience. You can't you can't just throw them all in. You can't. You'll well, and that, Dave also is. Quiet players on the pitch, you know. Yes. Guion Edwards is a quiet player. Freddie Sears is a quiet I mean, player. I mean, you get the, I mean, excuse his experience, but again, do you get the. He's not a talker, is he? Excuse no, yeah. Yes, he is. Is he? Oh, yeah. sure, oh, he is. oh okay. no, I know for a fact. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Talking to turnarounds, yeah, Guion Edwards has had a good run of form last few matches, didn't he? 
Um, going back to the previous question. Yeah, yeah. getting there. Getting there. Uh, no, he just came off the bench. He just came off the bench last week. So he came off uh, came off the bench last week at half time and shit. Did agree on Edwards. Hang on. And and, um, and then he was back. We said last week didn't he? he was back to his you know, early season form. I thought he was magnificent last week. And how was he yesterday? Generally, I just think he. I think he needs a lot of mentoring as well in respects of his positioning and his defending. Luke Chambers shouts at him a lot, you know. Uh, he seems to be the one player who's getting in trouble off Everybody Judge yeah. and off Chambers and off Skews. I mean, I don't know if this is just older players just yelling a lot, but that would be my... Um, but obviously, I've got my fingers crossed from. Uh, this is uh, Chris Rand. Um, Richard, do you think that nowadays there's a first division comprising the top six teams in the Premier League, a second division of teams from seventh in the Premier League to upper mid-table in the Championship, and a third division from um, halfway down there to League One? In that scenario, Ipswich have been a third division side for 10 years or more. It's just that the last but one manager kept us towards the top of that, quote, third division. Um I think I agree with that, Rich. Yeah, and it chimes with some of the financial stuff that you've been discussing as well. So, um, yeah, it's a really interesting thought, that one. Yep. Maybe let the European people go off and do their Super League and all that kind of stuff as well. And let's, let's have a recalibration, eh? Yeah. Um, Dave, this is Nath. It's a good name. Um, what would be a reasonable season ticket price for... Now, you're the wrong person to ask, Dave, a man of your means, aren't you? What do so you mean? I don't know what I haven't got corporate. I haven't got corporate. So I go Joe corporate Fares sometimes. Has. I haven't got corporate. Joe Fairs has. Um, Pat has. A reasonable price. For a reasonable, reasonable year for, for, for a little while. Um, a reasonable <laughs> price for a season ticket. I, mean, I don't know, really. I mean, what's the average spend? I don't know, cause How I'm much still, is a pint I'm of still, milk, Dave? I've still got... Sorry? <laughs> How much, Aaron? Mate, no. 30p? I don't know. <laughs> um, I have... Um, because I, I still sit with my lad. We had these seats in the bloody family enclosure. Been there for years because we sit with the same guys near near level with the penalty area in um you know in the uh, co-op stand. And they're some of the cheapest seats I think in the ground. I can't remember how much they are, but you'd you think look, it's got to be at least what twenty five percent off. I'd have thought at least thirty percent. I don't know. Is there some kind of? Quid. That's a remember? nice round number, isn't it? Three hundred quid. Sorry, for an adult yeah. ticket, three hundred quid. Uh, do, do you remember, Rich, the Huddersfield guy, Dean Hoyle? Um, it was, here's yeah. your season ticket, but if we get promoted, you get the one in the Premier League for 200 yeah, quid right, or like what a, have you. Yeah, Could we do something, yeah, yeah, some, yeah some, th- something for two years or, I don't know. It sounds like Lambert's had a, a tried to have a wear with Evans, so we'll see. But... Tell you what, he needs to come up with something fairly innovative, I'd suggest. We'll see. We have to close yes. the top ends of the north and the south. Yeah, no. but I, I was going to say when we said about that um, thing, uh, that conversation, Cardiff got promoted with the top tier of one of their stands closed, and Bristol City, uh, yeah, you know, man. most weeks don't open the top tier unless, and Rich um, Villa as well. Um, yeah, top unless they're Trinity, on the top, Trinity yeah. Road is closed off. Isn't Sunderland it? So, done it, one of their main stands as well. So, <laughs> Sunderland yeah. all the way around the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, uh, Jacks Larder <laughs> asked about Jackson. I think you've covered that um center back pairing uh simon asks who do you expect our center back pairing to be in league one chambers and wolfenden with unciala as backup would be my guess david yeah i'd go with that yeah i mean i haven't seen obviously wolfenden play since he's been at swindon but i think he's been fairly ever present i'm something really ignorant what division are swindon in i think they're leaked yeah, I think they're league two. I think they're upper echelons, I'd like to say, of league two, I think. Um, 
but look, he's been playing every week. It can only be good for him. I think he's been getting fairly good, fairly good, you know, ratings reports as well. So, yes, someone like him, if um, if Chambers doesn't go off to Chicago or for Stat to Tulsa or wherever he's going, um, I um, yeah, you'd see that as a great pairing. Is Wolfen in a lefty? Is he a left foot? No, I think he's no. I think he's right-footed. Unfortunately, I think that Lambert quite wants a left-sided centre-back to be a left-footed, doesn't he? So, so that might yeah might be another Oren Darber or someone like that. Hmm. Um, Super fans, Richard. It's been said that we need to do our summer work early. Does the fact our pre-season um, is pretty much done by mid-March give us our best chance of bouncing back? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because we know where to be looking for players, don't we? So, um, yeah, I'd agree. I think it would be good if we'd got our shopping list sorted and come May or June or whatever, when the window opens again, get in there quick and, yeah. yeah. It's got to be the way, hasn't it? You know, surely the more you have to, you know, more you have time to work with these players, it's, it's got to be better, hasn't it? Of course and it we've is. been talking about seeing the rest of the squad as well and figuring out who he wants to get rid of because there's a load of players out of contract, aren't there, as well? Young players who may be on the cusp as well. So, yeah, you know, if we're basically down, let's, let's experiment and use the use the time properly rather than just yeah. seeing the season out. Yeah. Um, last one, Dave. This is James Gulk. Mainly a question for DD, as I think Ips Rich is a similar vintage to me. In uh. honour of the great vocal town following yesterday, what songs did town fans sing in the glory days of the 70s and 80s and how has the football atmosphere changed? <laughs> what, I can't repeat some of those in this day and age. <laughs> oh, no. Sake. Please don't. Oh, my word. Homer. Um, no. Um, oh, me. Um, so the, you know the Norwich song, Hark Now Here, you know Ipswich Sing, that's always sung. Obviously he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Johnny Walk, that was obviously a very popular one. Um, no different really. I mean, what I would say, the big games, certainly the cup games and the European nights and stuff like that, where invariably we would win. Obviously the rendition of You'll Never Walk Alone was commonplace. Always, always, yeah. Do we? Used to, so I haven't heard um, Keep the Blue Flag Flying Eye for about twenty years. We used to sing that one, didn't we? Or was I knit that from Chelsea? Or QPR or whatever. Can't I remember that. Can't remember singing. Portman Road to Wembley or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. But even perhaps that was even after those days. I'm talking seventies, eighties. That was perhaps a little bit later than that, even. But yeah. So yeah, no, no great, no real. Not that I'd say. Not perhaps the variety of songs that there are now. And obviously, newer ones coming out. You, you guys go away a lot. Newer ones coming out most weeks, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah my like favourite is still Sky TV is effing shit because it's just like it's like at school when you're charting something silly knowing that they're gonna have to turn the sound off on the on the game it just makes me apologize if anyone heard hey me, don't uh, knock sky tv because aren't we the main game on tuesday tuesday we are yeah no red button really? tuesday fellas yeah oh, goodness me does that mean we get david, david pruton and liam racine yeah lovely stuff <laughs> um let's do the roundup um i'll do norwich one swansea nil because i was there and Norwich yeah. didn't play very well, and they ground out um, a win. I, uh, Dave and I had a little text conversation. Yeah. I compared it to um, when we beat Crystal Palace at the end of the promotion season. Didn't play well at all. David Johnson scored. Um, yeah. Actually, Cole was the best player on the pitch. And, yes, you know, was. We, we just did it. Um, let's go on to Leeds United, who are on a little bit of a roll, Dave. Bristol City nil. Uh, Leeds won. Bamford again. Was it? Yeah, keeps... with the post. Yeah, yeah, big win, massive win that for Leeds. Yeah, they there. had the hardest game. All yeah, the top very three much won, so. You think yeah. being a being a Norwich fan, you know the way things have been going for Norwich recently, you think they'd say, "Oh yeah, we're going to be five points clear because Leeds yeah. will get tucked up at Bristol City." But no, that keeps them, uh, yeah, hot on their heels. And um, 
isn't it, this, isn't it this coming weekend, Ben, or soon? I will Leeds be there. Leeds, Leeds Sheffield, Sheffield United. United. I got sorted out for a ticket for that one. Yeah. Is that, is that Saturday or when is this it? This coming Saturday, yeah. Midday. Oh, you'll, yeah, you'll be up there. Yeah. I'll be up there. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. that means I'm going to get loads of stick again for not being wow, this. That's but... a big, big game. There we go. Uh, Richard, Sheffield United 2, uh, Rotherham 0. Blades keep up the pace. Home record's good, but like Dave just mentioned, um, it's all about Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's tight up there, isn't it? it was, I think it was Michael Brown who was on the EFL Championship show. He's played for Leeds and Sheffield United and Pratt and said, who's going to get a second place? And he couldn't decide. It's, it's going to be tough. And that, that could decide it, that game, really, couldn't it? Yeah. So, you've seen, I mean, so Leeds have got Reading... They yeah, got I mean, Bolton yeah. or something. They got Reading at home, I think. Or was it away or at home this week in midweek? And Sheffield They're United away, have yeah. got Brentford at home. That's not. That's not. Brentford on run as well. Yeah, sure, yeah. That'd be a good game, though. So, so both, some both fairly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Norwich have got Hull at home, who are yeah. on the beach, yeah. probably. On the let's, beach, yeah. Let's hope um, Jared Bowen has a nice bowl of cereal and Camel Krasicki's deciding it's going to be one of the games that. where he's ridiculous in rather they've than one got, of the games. Norwich have got bloody Hull. Then I think they've got. Rotherham and then Borough. So, meh, 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 meh. Yeah. Uh, Borough one, Brentford two. Dave, um, Borough. I thought we're coming into um, kind of reasonable playoff attacking form. They had like a few clean sheets, but um, Brentford are pretty good under Thomas Frank now, aren't they? Bloody well, and started a win. Started a win away. I think it was only their second winner away winner this whole really? season. I think. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Well, second got, away winner sixteen, so virtually the whole season. I think that might be their first win at Borough since something like 1930 or something stupid <laughs> as well. Probably haven't played that much, but um, yeah, that's, they're, they're going really well. And we know they can score goals for fun, but it's probably, what are they, 49 year? They're probably a little bit too too um, far off. Derby won Wednesday one, Rich. I saw Wednesday on Monday and they looked like us under Mick McCarthy. Steve Bruce was tweaky, tweaky, tweaky from the side there, but... Um, Derby have really opened this up for Forest and Villa and all those teams below. Really not in good form at all. Really lousy form. The thing that I picked out of this game was Dominic Iolfa scoring again. <laughs> Saying we run in. It's crazy. I mean, ironically, come with, from? ironically, with the point, Derby actually went back above Bristol City to sixth. And what I did notice about that also, which could be key for them, Marriott was back. Marriott came off the bench yesterday. So he's back and fit again. Bristol City's Which game in hand doesn't also happen until I think like the Wednesday before the final day, and it's at Millwall, who are probably going to really Fight need the points. Yeah. yeah, so that's not a helpful. Well, I know it's always helpful to have a game in hand, but you know you yeah, could do with there. it not being yeah. at home to Ipswich, couldn't you? But um, <laughs> they've got that one on Tuesday. So uh, <laughs> Forest three, Hull nil. Dave, Forest are good at home. Don't. Hey. Don't win away. Um, and they're on a good Forest run. Forest Villa on they're... Wednesday. That's a nice little playoff game, that one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're Forest are only about two points off. I think they're close. Yeah, they're, they're playing some good stuff. Um, great goal like by Carvalho. Did you Sorry? see that? Did you see the great goal by Carvalho? First time, hell of a strike. Yeah, Should great be for goal. Thirteen million euros, shouldn't it? Well, <laughs> yeah. good point. Yeah, good point, I suppose. But yeah, they're, they're having a great run. Yeah. But you're right, I think they're a bit flaky away, Forrest, aren't they? As we'll see on Saturday, no None doubt. Of it yeah. so annoying, isn't it? Um, even even as far up as West Brom, none of them are playing well. None of them. West Brom, Borough, Derby, Bristol City, Forrest, Birmingham, spend, you see Villa. It and, 
was speaking to my, my boys earlier on today. You know, we watched, you know, I was saying until the goal, you, okay, it was a derby, I think. I put on the WhatsApp group, Christ, this game's turgid, and it? it was shite, oh, wasn't it? And- I know, but look, I'm not convinced that the league this year. Well, we'll see how the top two do next year. I still maintain that Norwich and Sheffield United are probably like a 7 out of 10. Leeds can hit 9 out of 10 where where nobody else can. But there's no Wolves, you know, where it's 10 out of 10 or, you know, Newcastle. You know, there's not a lot of quality. And with West Brom's collapse, that makes it kind of look even worse. I think Um, you're right. I was at this game today, so I'll be very interested in your comments. Birmingham nil. Yeah. Villa won. Um, Richard, Jack Grealish assaulted on the pitch by a Birmingham <laughs> yeah. fan. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, because he's brilliant, scores the winner up the other end. Yeah. I, and this, I don't want to use the phrase the stage was set or whatever, narrative and stuff like that. But, I mean, we have to talk about how crazy it is that that can happen. And it happened at Arsenal Man United earlier on as well. Someone ran on the pitch. Yeah, someone ran on the pitch. Yeah. So really? something needs to happen about yeah. that straight away. Like, this is... I think there's something Rangers was it Hibs or something last yeah. week as well. Um, so we talked about the Birmingham, the Birmingham version of the Second City derby at St Andrews is nasty, and I wasn't surprised. It started off with Keithton Bell absolutely just going back through the back of. He did Grealish that at Villa well. Park as well, and that set the tone. And I think but that. But Rich, the um, I don't want to have a go at Birmingham. The thing they were doing was not only were they targeting him, but when he went down they would all get over the top of him and say that he dived. So they would foul him and then all gather around him. I mean, I know he spends most of his life just getting, getting grief. He just seems to be that, that type of guy, but to be fair, you know, as a game turns out, he's a strong character. Well, what a reaction, isn't it? Strong character. Other other people might've said, you know what, you've got to take me off. Absolutely. Um, But Villa fan, capped him for the day. I like it. And he did the right celebration, jumped in the, jumped in the way and I'd have done exactly the same thing. He thought, he, I was right close to um, that that goal. He thought about um, turning the other the way and slide. just running yeah. all the way up the the Adivayor. up the Birmingham. So yeah. and then a steward gave him a kick in as well. Oh, it Did wasn't. you see that? Steward gave him a kick and got arrested. Did you see Mings though? There was about three or four players in the crowd, and I, I looked. And whenever it, when you know when Grealish came out of the crowd, I think perhaps Abraham. I, I think it was Abraham was in there as well. The last out of the crowd was Tyrone Mings. <laughs> he had a lovely he old time, Dave. Yeah, he was great. Played really actually, well actually. Today. Yeah, like a really nasty game, really crappy game, and yeah, he was, Grealish, yeah, the star. He was up there when he means there. I mean, they love him. Don't think he's, and they made him captain now as well. No, he was captain, captain after Grealish yeah. went off. Oh, I see. Okay, he, um, yeah, but whether again they'll they'll centre back as well, centre back. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, they're not gonna go up. You know, Villa, are they big? Well, they're probably well, big enough to keep. Are they gonna? Well, you think they're oh, not well. far off it, are they? Well, well they're, they're no. They're, I'm sorry, they're no worse they than Derby, Bristol City, Forest, or. You know, yeah, they boy. they have a run, and they've got a lot more quality than than some of those other teams. Hurahan, McGinn, I know we always list it. Um, Adoma, El Ghazi from there, but um, want to be um, yeah, good point there. She will want to be facing them with momentum in the playoffs, I guess, would you? Well, if, I if I'm asking, uh, sorry, go on. Go ahead, Rich. Go on. I was going to say, if I if I'm asking a Twitter question, I'm 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 saying to you guys, what's the proportionate response from the Football League for Birmingham City? Um, well, a Leeds fan tweeted me earlier and said that the um, guy who ran on and thumped Chris Kirkland at Sheffield Wednesday, which was last season, oh, yeah. got, I think, 16 weeks in jail and a six-year ban or something like that. Yeah, so um, this is, there's this a precedent is, this, there. But Birmingham have got history. Pro- Ankleman has also been you know, yeah. confronted with a noise spot. I, I think they've got to do something. 
I'd, you got to set a precedent because it's well. The Birmingham it's have made people. all the right noises, and Monk made they have. all, all the right noises. The right so, too, yeah. oh, this guy will get a surely he'll get a life ban. He'll get a life ban from oh, football. They've, they've, they've promised that already, but yeah. it's just whether you know whether whether the club itself is. Um, yeah, don't know, don't know. Um, yeah, but certainly interesting. Um, really quickly, it did so remind me of the Ipswich Norwich rivalry where one team just can't get one over on the other, and it so reminded me of the game where Madison scored, where the other team had one quality player and it just ground them down, and he put one in in the second half for one. And it's almost as bad as us. It goes back; they haven't beaten them since like seven years. Ten? Is it yeah, two thousand ten? Something, something like that. that. Yeah, almost um, as bad. Right, boys, let's go through this nice and quickly. Uh, Rangers nil, Stoke nil. I'm going to plead the fifth on that. Uh, Blackburn nil, Preston one. Preston have done this twice now. Um, I think they took seven thousand fans to um, to Blackburn. They did the same at, at, at Bolton. Is it not like fifteen minutes on the train? It's oh, I know, really... but Dave, look, that, that's probably. 60% of their home attendance. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't get that many at home. What a um, day out, though. What a brilliant day out. And Johnson scores a winner as well. <laughs> two, in, two, two for Johnson. Um, Richard, uh, Reading 3, Wigan 2, Yaku Maite scores in the 97th minute. Um, uh, I've read the stats. They go against... Um, they go against Reading as well. There's something in the air there. And we said this for weeks. If one team wins three games in five, they are... Oh, out of it and clear, yeah. and that's been ready, hasn't it, Rich? And we were expecting Oliveira's injury to make a difference, but yeah, Barrow stepped up, scored, um, scored a goal from a, a drop ball that should have been contested or something. That oh, was a God, bit of a yeah. About that. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I a nice finish by Mate in the last minute, isn't it? And oh, yeah, Wigan are in trouble now as well. That's that kind of game had, yeah, Bill it was a, a proper six points, wasn't it? Yeah, so, but Wigan's away record as well, you'd think. I just, I always just think with Millwall, if you've got Cooper and Hutchison, and you play tight, you can always win a game yeah. and score from Millwall a lost it, didn't they? Wasn't it 2 yeah. 1 that they lost to Bolton? Yeah, so that's the last yeah, another, you know. two Millwall, <clears throat> Millwall. But just in terms of the, the two being able to stay up, you know, where yeah. would you rather, you know, where would you rather go, the Den or Wigan? I suppose, I, I suspect Wigan's the harder place to go on paper this season. Um, look, we're running really, really long, guys, so um, I'm going to skip out. Um, the game and we're going to go straight on to, to um you and harry will do forest in great detail so let's talk about bristol city dave they had that mad run i think in all comps with two fa cup games nine straight wins i'm getting youtube messages every week saying thanks for adam webster he's bloody brilliant um jeju seems to be scoring but shrieky lee loses um loses in the cup then away at norwich then a draw One and five, then another I defeat think. yeah I think they've um, just, just won one out of the last five. How are so, you feeling yeah, about this really one then, Dave? Um, look, if we can, I mean, if we can keep obviously the same level of performance as we did clearly yesterday, then you think, you know, they're going to be fairly anxious. You know, they're going to want to get, they dropped out of the playoffs yesterday, six, went from sixth to seventh, overtaken by Derby <coughs> yesterday. You know, they're going to want to get back in there. Um, yeah, we just need to keep up that same level of performance as we did on surely on on Saturday. However, will you'd think Bristol City, from what you guys have said, are going to be a fair bit more organised perhaps than West Brom were under Johnson for sure. So yeah, difficult difficult game, but yeah, I'd like to think we can get a you know just keep you know keep the momentum going, get a point perhaps. Um, how you feel, Rich? Yep. In the in the first game. It's not going to go like this because Bristol City were in really bad oh, form, right, and you know we went two-one up, and then Elias Horrible. and Dave, what's Got the name up. of that left back 
who always plays well against us. Oh. Really. Ke- Lloyd Kelly. Lloyd Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, destroyed Spence down the side, didn't they? Um, I think it's a bit of a different context now. Do you, do you agree with um, much of what Dave said there, Rich? Yeah, I think it has the potential to be a similar game to Saturday, actually. Um, and the good thing for us at the moment is we're under no pressure whatsoever, are we? So teams like Bristol City need to win. West Brom yep. needed to win. And that sometimes plays with you, doesn't it? So I think there'll be a bit of rotation. I think Pennington, if he's fit, will come back in. I reckon Jackson might start um, instead of Coena, maybe. Um, but I say, yeah, just do exactly the same thing. Um, and, um, you know, we might get another. I think we might get another draw. Mm. And you see it every week on Harry's TWTD posts. Um, if we can't beat Ipswich, insert team. If we can't beat Ipswich, if, you know, we don't deserve to be in the middle of the table, at the top of the table, down the bomb. Everyone expects to beat us in a few. I mean, quite an interesting thing yesterday. Say if it hadn't have been Ipswich yesterday, West Brom, and it had been, I don't know, a, a Brentford, say a 1-1 draw, a Brentford would more arguably still be there now. It wouldn't have been a 1-1 draw if it was Brentford. Okay, bad example. They would have lost. Been a, yeah. a, middle, a, a Preston then, you know, a middle of the time, you know, say, you know, a, yeah, a side a like point. that, you know, would um, probably chances are more would, more would still Dave, be there. I don't, no, I don't think it matters. I think it's the um, proximity of West Brom to the top two. And probably. I think whoever they didn't beat yesterday, that's yeah, uh, he's gonna Leeds go one, anyway. you know, bye-bye. Yeah. This is the decision we've made. If you don't get automatic... We're going to try something else. And if it works yep. in the playoffs, great. If not, we've got someone else in ready for next season. Um, West Brom Villa in the playoffs could be a bit tasty, couldn't it? Well, as I was saying um, for a while now, I can't see it not being West Brom Borough. I don't see anyone going above those two or below those two. Yeah. I, you know, just, it could... Go on. I was, no. also, um, I was chatting to a West Brom fan in the pub yesterday, um, a mate of... Um, uh, Mr. Skeet, who's a town fan, um, yeah. and he was saying that their, their their dream is to beat Tony Pulis's Borough one nil at Wembley. <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah. Not gonna <laughs> it happen. will happen the other way around, won't it? Well, yeah. certainly won't be at Wembley because one of them's got to get up to um, sort of no, two places above the other Wembley, to, yeah. for that for that to happen. But yeah, it's certainly shaping out. And I know we've been there ourselves, but you would hate for poor Sheffield United to set such a. Could- Great example. Finish third and lose. But Dave, go to Forest or something. Play the game at Forest first and lose three 0 and they're out of the out of the tie or something like that. How how many years have we been? How yeah, many years back? Twenty years ago, are we in that position. If you called it now, would you just say unequivocally Leeds and Norwich? If you called it now, no, but Derek, I know, they are the top two now. But as you see it panning out, I think so, out, Dave. You... Yeah. It, but if if Leeds beat Sheffield United at yeah, yeah. Oh, Rose, God, yeah. oh, that's then, the game, isn't it? Yeah. You know, assuming nothing changes in midweek, then I that's a five-point. The first game, the first they won, they won at Bramall Lane, didn't they? They won at Bramall Lane with a shit They did. Dean Henderson made a horrible mistake. Oh yeah, last minute. Dave, where can we find you on Twitter? At David Diamond Three. And Richard, tell us about your wonderful show with the. Legendary Harry from Bath. The magnificent Harry from Bath. Yeah, we'll be back. Um, so we'll drop on Friday. Um, me and um, the magnificent Harry from Bath. We had a really good show about um, books, by the way. Yes. Um, so I definitely recommend that. Have you got any? Dave's got something. I've got something. I've brought this out because he mentioned he did mention that his favourite book was Mr. John. I recommend that one as well, which is Say fantastic. Say out loud, Dave, for the Brian, Brian, Brian Scoville. It is a book about the Cobbold School football gentry about the Cobbold brothers by Brian Scoville, who I think was a journalist. Harry will put me right with the mail or the telegraph. And that is, that's a fantastic book also. But I agree with Harry. Mr. John is, oh, you probably read it. It's a great, great insight. It was uh, 
some tapes I think that um, John Cobbold was doing for his or, um, for his book memoirs um, that he left with Mel Henderson and they were going to, you know, going to write it together. And he died, I think before it was, um, you know, before he could put it all down, I believe, but yeah, it's a, it's a great book, but that's, that's an excellent one that you can't. So Mr. John, I was looking for you. You can't, I have, I haven't read it. You can oh, you find know? it on um, eBay or Amazon for 90 quid. Cause they've start pr- stopped printing it. So if wow, you've got it, I'm going to put mine dust. up there tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so wow, yeah, listen yeah. again to the, to the Thursday show, uh, the right. show. If you skip onto the questions, we'll talk about book, football books and we'll probably try and do a thread on that, but, We'll be able to talk about Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane's Nottingham Forest <laughs> Friday. Um, and you can find me at Ipswich on the Twitter. And you can call me Uncle Ben now, Dave. So hey, dedicate, nice one, mate. dedicate this show to my wonderful sister. So What um, mate was it? Um, it was Max. So Max Randall born on Friday night in Norwich uh, um, oh, at uh, five mate, o'clock. So that worked out quite well because I was Fantastic. literally... Yeah, I was literally um, in the in the city when it when it happened. So Brilliant. dedicate this show to my sister and my family is one person bigger, and she's had a horrible long journey to get there. So um, I'm very happy. Great stuff. Week. Yeah, I know you told awesome. me. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, right, day. say goodbye, Dave. Cheers, guys. Good to see you. And say goodbye, Rich. See you, everyone. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.